Welcome to the sounds of Salwell from Mercurial International. In this episode, Richard Hyam, International Sector Head, Financial and Professional Services, describes the crucial role of analysis in customer retention. Richard, I need to uh, to pick your brains here. I've been talking with some clients recently and we've talked about uh, new selling, obviously, but increasingly we've been talking about retention. Now, I know that elsewhere we're going to be talking about selling in part of retention and the customer service part of retention, but it seems to me that retention, customer retention issues normally start with information and analysis. What's your view? Well, absolutely, but I think they also start to some extent with attitude, Andrew. I think that in lots of organisations, retention is the poor cousin. Uh, I remember talking to a lawyer who, very, very successful, real rainmaker in his business. And uh, he said to me, you know, when I won a new client and I came back in to the building, having won a new client, the bell would ring, the senior partner would come down, there was a bottle of champagne, dinner for me and my wife. Um, When I have won a second piece of business from an existing client or extended the life of the relationship, I could have won four or five times as much business. And all people would say, if they said anything, was, yeah, that's what you're paid for. So I think to some extent, retention's been the poor relation of customer growth. And that's crazy. I I would would agree, but why is it? It's a good question. And I think it's for a number of reasons. Um, one is it is frankly less exciting. I think people don't understand what wins the business, but it's the uh, it's the old hunter or farmer thing, isn't it? That you know, if you go out and uh, kill a hairy mammoth with one blow of your spear, you're clearly a hero. Uh, but if you gather in several tons of grain, well, frankly, that's not quite so impressive. But you're feeding more people. Okay, so is it just about excitement? Partly. I think it's also partly about understanding. uh, And partly, I think it's about about doing the really important things well. You know, people talk about the things that are easy to do, unfortunately, are the things which are easy not to do. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I mean, there are are some really behavioural bits of customer retention. But I do think, and I'm with you on this, that the analysis bit is critically important. And the stupid thing is, of course, that with our existing customers, we know far more about our customers than any salesperson can know about their prospect. And we have the right to ask questions. We have the right to uh, talk to them, to find out what's going on. And yet, either we, we don't have the data or... Perhaps even worse, we have the data, but it's in some enormous data warehouse or in some key account plan, and nobody does anything with it, which is crazy. It is crazy. So what should be done about that then? Let's let's take a situation where they haven't got the data first. I mean, because clearly that's a a big hole in your organisational resources. What do you do about that? Well, my first response is to say I don't believe you. I don't think it's that the data doesn't exist. Okay. It's just that either the wrong people are looking for it or they're looking for the wrong things. So I think it's about understanding what we need to know about our customers. 
And the starting point has got to be how they view us. So if you take uh, the quite right focus that the retail banks have got at the moment on uh, analysing really deeply what the customer experience is and what's going on and what do they really think of the bank and being willing to, to take it on the chin. Uh, I think that's critically important. I think there's some really interesting stuff going on at the moment in almost C2C marketing and gathering, you know, whether it's um, from some of the some of the travel sites, you know, what's the traveller experience, what's yep. the rating, we see it on eBay, but where we're getting the uh, as close as we can to the real customer experience statement. I think there's some very interesting stuff coming through on that. And that applies equally to uh, strategic accounts. You know, when did uh, the CEO last go out and meet his customer? I was uh, hearing uh, the, the CEO of Barclays being interviewed on the radio recently. And he said that one of the things that he's realised is that he needs to spend much more time with his customers, finding out what makes them tick than he was doing in the past. Right, I mean, we're going down a slightly separate road, but there's another issue with that one where the CEO might be a career CEO rather than a banker. And therefore, he might not have that empathy with his customer that is, that is well, certainly you're implying that he needs to have. Well, I'd say even more reason to get out there. Yeah. I mean, he may need a minder when he does go out there, but not to protect him from the customers, Andrew, <laughs> but to, to steer him in the right direction. But... Uh, if the CEO, if the if the top people in the organisation are separated from their customers, yep. then customer retention is going to be a bit of a lottery. Um, talking with a, a large Italian insurer, and one of the things that they're seeing is that um, as economic environment is very volatile, this is the time to be closer to the customer. Um, what another uh, client of mine, a Norwegian insurer, talks about is extreme customer intimacy, that we need to be close uh, to the customer. So I think understanding, uh, knowing, and then doing something with that information. Yeah. Uh, all right, it may be very gratifying to know that your uh, customer experience index has gone up by seven points. But so what? Um, I think there's some some strong analysis that, that's needed. And there are people doing it. Yeah, of course. Um, so the data is there, the information is there somewhere, we've kind of agreed on that. Um, but you were saying that one of the skills here is knowing what to look for within the data. What are your recommendations there? Well, as with all data analysis, it's the insight that matters. So you've got to start with an understanding of what you're looking for, but also with a certain freshness. Um, one of the things I'm looking for is divergence. We've uh, been talking to a large retail bank over recent weeks and they had a comparison between their best performing region and their worst performing region. And there was quite a big divergence. There was divergence. There was about a 20 or 30% difference okay. between the best region and the worst. We asked a slightly different question, which is, okay, let's take the worst branch and the best branch in the country and look for the divergence there. And the score on their figures, I think, was the highest was over 90% and the lowest was under 25%. Now, there must be something 
that the 95 percenter is doing that the 25 percenter isn't doing and it's looking for those gaps sometimes with a fresh eye uh, again another banker saying to me the trouble is we're probably too close to see this ourselves so bringing a fresh eye can really help okay now i'm i might be getting slightly con confused here but where does extreme customer intimacy become being too close to the data to be able to see what's really important well okay it's a good point but the difference is it's good to be close to your customers yep sometimes you can be too close to the data of course you can be too close to the customers as well if you're continually in their face and you're invading their space we've got to be invited in as it were um intimacy without invitation is wrong but i think having people who really understand what's going on in the customers heads which of course is a huge challenge in an intermediated world yeah if you're relying on an agent or a bank assurance um, situation where the bank branch is between you and your customer you're going to need to work doubly hard at getting close being intimate and understanding and analyzing okay now i understand the general thrust of your argument but you know me i'm always looking for something practical okay what's your what's your three-point plan here i think the starting point has got to be get a clear picture of what your customers think of you and there is no way better than talking to your customers whether that's, I mean, there are great examples, aren't there, around. There's a, a hotel in the US where uh, one of the executives once a week puts on a uniform and drives the shuttle bus from the hotel to the airport and just over his shoulder just asks, how, how was your stay? Uh, someone was telling me about the marketing director of one of the big airlines who puts in an enormous number of miles just chatting to passengers on planes okay. as he sits next to them. Uh, whatever it is, get close yeah uh, I think the second thing is ask the right questions what do we really need to know um, and the third is take action now, otherwise you're just an educated fool oh we really understand our customers what are you doing about it well we're so busy understanding them that we're not doing anything so uh, get close uh, ask the right questions take action Okay, if our listeners want to know more about these three steps, should they contact you? Yes, absolutely, because this is a huge issue. We've ranged right through from global accounts down to one-to-one -one consumer. Indeed. And uh, there are loads of issues there. So, yes, absolutely, plus four four seven seven one two five eight eight seven five seven. Give me a call. Happy to speak. It's a really interesting subject. Or email me at richard Hyam at mercury.co.uk and make it happen it's there to be done it's really really important